Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're on episode 10 of Jessica Jones, inching closer and closer to the finale, where maybe something will happen to Kilgrave. I don't know. Maybe not, because I feel like this episode was super exciting, but we're in this weird... It's like every episode now we catch Kilgrave and then we lose Kilgrave and then we catch Kilgrave and then we lose Kilgrave. <laughs> so uh, here we are again. Caught Kilgrave. Lost Kilgrave. Sort of caught Kilgrave again, only to lose him again, again. Sort of to potentially catch him again. I don't know. It's like a <laughs> crazy ring around the rosy mm-hmm. with Kilgrave and Jessica. <laughs> but uh, first thoughts. Wild. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, <clears throat> I know we've talked about this a lot, but we always bring up like, is this guy really like evil? Like, does he know what he's doing? I feel like he he really does. The things that he does in the last act on this episode are just some of the most evil, cruel things you can do. And some of the decisions made by other people, I was like, why? why? Like, it it gets nuts. I will say beyond that, it was a little bit repetitive in terms of dialogue. I feel like we hear the same sentence, like, on repeat. And it's like, okay, we get it. We know how he can do what he does. Like, let's move on. Because I feel like it just felt like there was a window where, like, they were just repeating that a little too much. But other than that, I really liked it. How about you, Elisa? This episode was frustrating because a number of bad things happened. People who uh, are bad have uh, seemingly won the day. People who have been good and decent have lost very badly. And of course, this is just this is how uh, the end of a second act in a long story arc goes. But still watching it, I was like, "Ah!" so many times. And we will get into all those times as we get through episode 10. Yeah. Yeah. I That pretty much hit the nail on the head. Uh, this episode makes you feel both sad, but also angry. Because they, there is a lot of 
it's like here's our chance and then something messes it up and surprisingly i feel like both times things get messed up it's not Kilgrave convincing people to do something it's somebody else just making a poor decision mm-hmm. that leads to Kilgrave then being able to convince people to do stuff for him but but he himself is not the reason that he escaped you know uh so i don't know it's it's annoying and you just want to like grab the people and be like no don't break into her office and untie the man on the floor with the tape on his mouth leave him alone but but obviously we can't tell them that um yeah yeah so much i think a lot a lot of this you get within these final moments in terms of like a lot of the core of this series as a whole but you know going into like the mental health aspect and just the morality of things right because the problem with Kilgrave is like he's putting innocent people in really bad situations and when you get the superheroes mixed up with this then it just becomes awkward because you know Jessica's got rage and like she could could have killed him many times by now but you get the morality of things and now we have people that are just kind of like questioning things especially like in this last act and like you're wanting us to lie about all this stuff like i don't know if i can do that and so much of like that impact of stuff kind of remind me of like uh if you've seen oppenheimer like that's a big part of that movie is just the morality of like creating a nuclear bomb and dropping it on mm-hmm. people and now you've got like Kilgrave's basically that bomb that's just running through the city now like, mm-hmm. right you know i think i think the show is doing like a good job of explaining the like scientist side of this right like they it performed all these experiments and sort of created this monster for you know lack of a better term um but now they know that they have to stop it. So they're like, you know, his dad is at least trying. I think I agree with you that they say it a thousand times in this episode, that it's like a virus based yeah. Yeah. thing. But I, this is the thing that I can't, I just can't handle with this is they spend so much time telling us that even though they have broken that, rule i guess so many times like kilgrave is on the other side of the parking lot from the car and he yells put the gun down and she drops the gun how did how did the viral infection or whatever that surrounds him get all the way over to her in the car from across the parking lot and how does it's it go like, away in like 12 hours? You get a little dose of the Kevin flu, but you're okay after right. 12 hours where he doesn't tell you anything new to do. He reinfects you when he talks to you. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I I appreciate that they tried to explain it a little bit more, but they immediately broke all of the rules set by their explanation in a way that's like, I mean, it's no different than, you know, 
human torch being able to fly in space, right? Mm-hmm. No oxygen for fire, but somehow a man covered in fire can fly around outer space. Doesn't make a lick of sense, and it's never talked about. And this, you know, I get it. It's a comic book. It's not real. Yeah. I get it. But like, if you're going to go out of your way to tie it somewhat to reality, at least kind of follow your own rules. Yeah. You can't just make stuff up and then be like, nah, it doesn't really matter. This is just for all of you asking, how does it work? And so that they can make a spray that kind of nullifies it. Maybe we haven't really seen enough to say whether or not it actually works. <laughs> yeah. I think what I hope they would do, I it's hard to say if they will at this point, but you know, there could have been a little bit more backstory because it, it seems like this, if this were to connect with like the MCU as a whole, like, you know, Kilgrave's father was basically trying to recreate or create his own super serum is what it seems like. It's just that instead of succeeding, it became this virus. And so essentially he's just like, we can just create something else that'll kill the virus. I guess. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I wish we'd get more insight into that. Like what they were actually working on. Like what was their goal? Right. Right. And like, were they working on this for a long time? Mm-hmm. Or it because it kind of seems like he makes it sound like this was something that they knew or thought was possible and had been working on it for a long time, but all they needed was someone with the gene to resist. Although they that's something else that they like sort of tried to explain, but then immediately were like, oh well, Jessica was controlled for a really long time. But she's immune. Right, right. It's yeah. like, well, that doesn't make sense. She she was controlled for so long. Like, can anyone just build an immunity to it? Is that what it is? Or did like she have some... Virus? Right. Or does she have some, like, special gene that makes her immune, except for that one time for, like, 12 years or how, what you know, however long it was. I think it was only, like, a year. Um, it's like an age thing. <laughs> yeah yeah hit a certain she age got her the... superpowers i don't know yeah if they are trying to tie it to something genetic which it does seem wibbly given that jessica's already been controlled by Kilgrave for such a long time it kind of almost makes sense because there are people who are born either genetically predisposed to be more likely to get certain uh communicable diseases and some people who have more of an immunity to it um but yeah, even given that, it's not really all that sensible. Yeah, I again, I appreciate the show trying to explain it. I just wish they leaned into their explanation. Like it seems very much like a last minute decision where they were like, mm-hmm. oh, we should. We should explain how this works. Uh, just say it's a virus. Okay, yeah. Jessica's immune to the virus. Okay, yeah, yeah. That works. They'll believe it. Yeah. If you're watching it's... and not paying attention, I think it could slip by. But if you're watching to like follow the story and pay attention to what's going on, it's like a sore thumb. 
almost a little lazy. It's like, haven't we seen this before? It's like mm. you need this person's blood that would cure all of this other stuff. Mm. <laughs> like every zombie thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> the other, the other, the other at that meeting who was like, um, hey, I have a question. And my question is, so Kilgrave has been like an asymptomatic carrier for like 30 years of this virus. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if it is a viral thing, like how, you know, they did all these experiments on all these kids. That seems like an easy one to pass on to. Other kids. Kid. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, this, it just feels like that strange, stranger things, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, if they're doing this, yeah, you'd think there'd be tons of kill graves out there, but. And again, like, you know, maybe it's... this was this Netflix series attempt at like setting up mutants or i mean mm -hmm. we already know that they kind of start to set up the weapon x program with the the pills and yeah this sort of like knockoff nuke um so again yeah, like guess... maybe they had like a grander vision of what this could become and then disney was like we're gonna do our own streaming service so because that's kind of when they i think disney announced disney plus and they were like you can finish the punisher and then that's it no more because i think that was the last one right season punisher season two i think so yeah i closed it out yeah i don't think we brought this up in the previous episode but it, it, yeah it kind of hinted at one potential character and i think this one verified it that sergeant simpson is basically nuke mm -hmm. who's got ties and you know i thought that was interesting when he when he had the peels and i mean that scene was like i was not expecting that scene well, I mean, Jeez. even in this, I feel like this episode set up two more potential villains mm -hmm. down the line. We get yeah, Nuke. Basically, like, I still, I st it happened. I've seen it before. I watched it again. I still don't understand why he shot the detective. It made know. zero sense. Yeah. It was uh, a decision based on absolutely nothing. He was just like, thanks for the information. Bang. Well, I think How, what what purpose did that serve? Just to show that he's, he's crazy. not actually good. Yeah, you know yeah. it's and this this is what ties back into like the MCU with the uh, super soldier serum, right? Like Steve Rogers is good. He's good at heart. He had the serum. He's Captain America. Mm. We thought this guy was good, but no, right. he's gonna he's gonna wreak havoc basically. Well, even more so, you know, now watching Guardians again, it's like, oh, is this that thing where he, they, they like make the animal people, but they're crazy because yeah. they needed to adjust that one thing to make them not insanely angry? Is that what's going on with these pills? It's just making him extremely violent for no reason, which I get. Yes, that is kind of what the pills do, but I don't know. It just seems like at least you know say something sort of snarky to like make him really mad and that's why he shoots him i don't know it just seemed like a, a pointless decision i mean he's looks i'm looking at images of nuke and dude looks pretty wild like i you know it's hard to say if they'll actually go comic accurate on any of this with the face paint but you know what if this is a villain in the upcoming daredevil series 
like they could probably get a little bit more accurate there. I think it'd be cool. I mean, it's an interesting character, especially with its ties to like so many other things. Um, but it is, it is again, it's kind of like, oh, are they setting up Nuke in this universe? <laughs> yeah. And then let's jump gears really quick to the other sort of villain setup, Hogarth. Not great. Not, not, not looking good for you, Hogarth. You're really making yourself out to be a villain here. Uh, well, in that, she hasn't been just now doing that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but at least up until now, it's been more like, oh, she's just a terrible person. <laughs> then it was like, oh, she's not just a terrible person. She's like using Kilgrave to her advantage, which then leads to her. I mean, I guess soon to be ex-wife <laughs> uh getting controlled and you know being ordered to kill Hogarth by a thousand cuts, which is the name of the episode. And then Hogarth's girlfriend comes in and kills her ex-wife. And it's like, whoa, what is this storyline that is like broken wide open now? And Jessica's just sort of like, yeah, you did this to yourself and then leaves her. Kind of feel like you should call the cops. I get that Hogarth's a lawyer and that, you know, she'll, you know, Jessica even says it right. Like, you'll be able to get out of this because mm -hmm. of self-defense. But, you know, she knows that yeah. it was not just self-defense. It was a, you know bad situation gone worse so i don't know i mean i feel like at the beginning of the season you're kind of like oh hogarth's like this you know power lawyer and she even comes up in the daredevil series which i know we haven't started yet but she's mm -hmm. in that a lot too yeah so it's just like wow i forgot how much i don't like hogarth and and now <laughs> now even more so i'm looking like not looking forward to seeing her in other things because i'm pretty sure you kind of root for her because she gives foggy <laughs> yeah. a job and you're like oh yeah, yeah all right cool <laughs> who is kingpin's lawyer i don't know i wonder if he has a lawyer like i feel like hogarth would be kingpin's lawyer right? yeah oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> Especially now, if she could, if she could use Kingpin to her advantage, I'm sure. Yeah, I was genuinely hoping Wendy would get to a thousand. <clears throat> I was like, after oh. everything this woman has done to everyone around her, you know what? Yeah, go to town, Wendy. I know you'll regret this tomorrow, but for now, have fun. <laughs> I will say, like, uh, when she gets stopped, I thought that she would be at a higher number. I think she was only at like 27 or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, more dramatic if she had been at like. A hundred, I don't know. That sounds exhausting, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a long time. I everything <laughs> Kilgrave says people just sounds exhausting. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so uh, this this group of people that meets that were, you know, under Kilgrave's control, they sort of have like Kilgrave 
anonymous. Um, it's interesting to me how quickly they turn on Jessica. Mm-hmm. Like the the one lady comes in and is like, "It's Jessica. We need to, you know, get your pitchforks and torches, and we're gonna go take down Jessica." Meanwhile, you know, us as the viewer are like, "Yay, Jessica stopped him and and has Kilgrave, and now she's completely immune. Like, not even." having to like second guess like hold on he asked me to do something should i do it no it's just like he says stuff and she is not having it knocks him against the wall knocks him out tapes him up wraps him up and then the angry mob storms in and immediately is like oh we'll just untie him Hmm. and it's like oh come on guys she just got him also she is super strength. Why is it so easy to knock her out? Yeah. We need more super strength. Like, she doesn't have a super skull. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which, I mean, I get that that's like kind of the cool thing of Jessica Jones, right? Is like she's not mm-hmm. impervious to getting shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like somebody ran past her and bumped into her and she bumped into the wall and it knocked her out. That's what it seemed like happened. Yeah. It's like the scene near the end where they're trying to like look at the body and it's just that whole classic like, oh, see who I'm with. You know, there's somebody. Do you know who this person is? They'll get you hooked up anywhere. Like if Jessica really like, wouldn't she just like hit him against the wall or something, knock him out and just look? Yeah. And especially just... at this point, with all that they've been through, you feel like Jessica would just be like, I'm done. Like, just get out of my way. Like, right. Also, all of those people that busted in were controlled mm-hmm. by Kilgrave. They know what he looks like. But that lady ran over to pull the tape off his face. One of them should have been like, oh, don't do that. That's Kilgrave. Yeah. But instead, they were like, yeah, yeah, let him up. Surprise, surprise, bad decision. Now they're all standing on a table with nooses around their neck. Like, mm. come on, you had to see it coming. Mm-hmm. I will say, every time Hope is on screen, I forget that it's the actress that plays Starlight. Every single time. And then I see her and I'm like, oh, that's right, she's Starlight. Uh, you really hope she's going to have a happy ending. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> not looking great uh no not for basically hope. you know we're we're back in the exact same situation we were in two episodes ago <laughs> Kilgrave has hope and also now he has the entire Kilgrave's anonymous group prepared to hang themselves I get that Jessica had to make a decision and that hope made a decision. But again, like here we, here we go again, right? Jessica's in a place where she could easily knock him out and save the people from hanging themselves. And instead hope is like, no, no, I'm going to mess this up and I'm going to stab myself in the neck. And then you're going to have to save me and all the people. And so Kilgrave can run away. 
it's like why i i get the sentiment behind it is that hope is like don't worry about me anymore just get Kilgrave. but you have to know that jessica's not going to be like good plan you go ahead and die i'll take care of Kilgrave. like that's not going to happen Ugh. it's like and infuriating also- how did how did Hope get out of Kilgrave's control long enough to hurt herself? Like you would think that he would be keeping her from doing anything like that. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. And like if Hope is like, well, now she can kill Kilgrave without any kind of worry. Hope is free. She, Jessica can already kill him. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. it feels very senseless. Yeah, and. I agree, like, I guess that's sort of the the whole tension with this series, right? Is like, we don't know. Was that Hope? Was that Kilgrave controlling Hope? But at the same time, it does feel very much like, did Kilgrave not have Hope under any sort of control? Or like, maybe all he said was like, stand there. And so she could do other things as long as she just stayed in that spot. But then I don't it's it's confusing, too, because earlier in this episode, so the last episode ends and there's a part where Trish is told to put a bullet in her skull and she shoots the gun, but it clicks. It doesn't shoot her. The next time we see Trish in this episode, she's like pulling bullets out of the gun, which Mm -hmm. didn't make sense because it didn't have bullets in it. And then trying to like push them into her head. And it was like, I'm I'm not saying like Trish should die, but wouldn't she just put the bullet back in the gun? So it go it calls into question like how does his control work if he says drive the car, like he says to Hogarth. I was thinking like, oh, so like what if Hogarth just like drives into a wall? Like, technically, she's driving the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is Trish not smart enough to just put it in her mouth? Clearly. Clearly. Like, not. Jessica thought of that real quick. And I feel like most of us would have been like, loophole, loophole. I've got to find a loophole. Yeah. Like, her nose, her ear, something. Like, just, to, <laughs> just to, like, push it against her temples. Like, that's you got to know that's not going to work, right? Although, it would have been pretty funny if she had put it up her nose and then, like, somebody walked in. It's like no, this is how I never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's 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 stuff like that that I I wish would be explained more. Only because I feel like that actually has an effect on the world, right? Like mm-hmm. if if he says Jessica don't hurt me but then jessica kills him technically she didn't hurt him she just killed him right so like is that are there loopholes to him asking you to do stuff or is it just like you do the dumbest way possible to do the thing that he says and that's why Mm -hmm. really when he gets more specific it becomes like harder for them to understand what to do as opposed to when he's like step forward or you know stab yourself or something like that 
I don't. It's like you can stab yourself without like in you know like sticking it into your body, right? Yeah, I don't know why they step so far forward Ah, either. ah. Just like take a baby step. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. But it's like like, if you played the game Dumb Ways to Die, it's just like that's just kind of what this. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Secretly, they're all scrolls and his powers don't work right on scrolls. So this is a side of that. Yeah, I just, it just seems like there's so many, there's so many ways to do what he says without killing yourself <laughs> yeah it felt and the moment when jessica gets to that bar in that last act you know you could just kind of sense like she wanted to take him out but at the same time when he asked her something she just paused and play along like trying mm-hmm. to re- it almost felt like she's pretending like yes you still have control over me so like but at the same time don't stop running just like should have just ran into the dude and just took him out right right um, when i even but, thought that when she had like the flashback of like what really happened on the roof mm-hmm. and she was very clearly not in his control and she explains it a little bit right by saying you know it was hard to get him out of her head but at the same time it seemed like she was lucid enough or however you want to explain it to do something about the situation but then she didn't and it was like why why wouldn't you just like toss him over the edge of the building i mean what's he gonna do you know he can't be like i can fly and then he flies like that's not how it works so 
could have ended this years ago. As we talk about this, this would make for a very interesting like short series where you have heroes like basically doing a round table of like all the moments they could have stopped stuff and then <laughs> talk about like I don't know why I didn't just throw him off the roof or I don't know why I didn't just <laughs> Yeah, if Tony Stark had just fired Obi when he took over, right? <laughs> right. No no ironmonger or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it has to have been that she thought that if he got any kind of idea that she was that she was able to uh, resist him and was able to take action against him, he would, could have stopped her because it seems like her her you know quote unquote freedom was very very tenuous in those few seconds and like she even said that it was hard for her to think straight even then. So she's probably thinking that if she tries to hurt him, he's going to catch her and control her before she can. But she thinks that she can maybe just kind of stay out of his notice long enough to do something else. Right. But like, even even if it's just like she I mean, at this point, she has her power. Right. Mm -hmm. So. What if she was just like hugging him and then real fast, just squeezed real hard. (laughs) Like too, too fast for him to say, like, let go or whatever. Just. Real punch, quick, just like punch him in the throat. <laughs> punch him in the throat. Uh, yeah, then he can't say anything. These it's are all like, great solutions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, uh, you could see it in the trailer, but if you've seen the movie No Hard Feelings, have either did either of you go see that or see the trailer for it? Mm-mm. No, it's like a Jennifer Lawrence kind of rom-com like a raunchy rom-com but there's this scene where she gets like punched hard in like the throat and i'm just like that's yeah like why that's exactly what needs to happen but then then my question becomes okay if his power is based on this like virus that he spreads could he then write down something for you to do and show you what he wrote down and then you're compelled to do that that's just getting too (laughs) <laughs> no, we're gonna the weeds. They don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, this whole thing's in if the they, weeds, you know. I, if that happens, like, I don't. We got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> That's just too weird. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't work that well. No, I don't know because they it hermetically sealed that room. I was like, why didn't he do that when he was locked in the water room? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all very confusing. And I am remembering that, like, that's the downside to this show is that it's confusing and I it never really gets less confusing as far as yeah. that stuff goes. So. All of this has been set up to make Jessica finally decide that she's definitely going to kill Kilgrave. Like this show has gotten to like Hamlet levels of <laughs> this person says that they're going to kill this other person and then keep saying, like, not right now. No, this isn't, no. That's That's been the whole show. And then now that Hope has asked her to, we're basically left to conclude that that's Jessica's mission for the rest. Not, you know, well, I don't know, maybe. Now she's very, very determined that she is going okay. to end Kilgrave. So I'm interested in what do each of you think is going to happen to Kilgrave? Oh, like they're gonna like into this straight up like Hannibal Lecter, the guy, <sighs> except for it's gonna be like he can't talk face mask. 
and be strapped to something and they're going to cart him off to like some prison. Oh, no, I think okay. he's going to die. I think it's going to be like a Kill Bill 2, like where it's some fancy stuff and it kills him. Okay. I don't remember. But if I had to guess, based on how this episode went, I feel like we're going to get a, you know, I guess still in line of Kill Bill. Uh, we're going to get a Tarantino-esque ending for him that is going to be like a surprise person ends mm-hmm. him, as opposed to Jessica. I do think that he's not going to make it but I don't remember Hmm. and I feel like he's in season two so I could be very wrong but yeah you know one thing that we've drifted away from is that like Jessica's kind of role as being like this PI right Mm. I mean they could yeah (laughs) they could end the season where like maybe he does get away and he's in a position where like He's just got to get out again, like get away away. But like Jessica's able to like track him without him like knowing and anything. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that is like her whole alias, <laughs> Jessica Jones joke. <laughs> um, but I would almost be kind of bummed if that happens because I feel like it would just be the same thing again, right? Like. She almost catches him. He gets away. She almost catches him. He gets away. It's very like Batman Joker. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in the movies, at least. You know, usually the Joker gets it and we don't end up with that where every, you know, every movie they have to be like Joker's here. Oh, we got away. So unless they pull like uh, the killing joke moment. Yeah. You know what that it reminds me of hmm. is the Handmaid's Tale because Jude keeps getting to Canada and keeps going back into Gilead. <laughs> like, yeah. st- stay in Canada. Yeah, I had to quit watching that one. I mean, I've, even if yeah. if if he like escapes and goes to Canada and becomes a hero, like a superhero, fine. Don't come back. Stay there be a hero turn a new leaf and then we never hear from him again that'd be great but I feel like he won't do that what if she's like about to kill him and then like Luke Cage shows up and stops her I'm honestly surprised he hasn't popped up again yet yeah I, just, I feel I was like I thought like, he was why in this is, war. Where's yeah, like where did he go? Okay, like now I can't even remember like where he went or what he's doing. <laughs> just running his bar, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, remember he got all mad because they got in a fight in there and broke his bar up. Mm-hmm. The only way that this has a satisfying ending, though, that also involves Kilgrave dying, which I, I feel like that does have to happen, is if it if it's not Jessica, it has to be one of his victims. Because it's so personal. And to me, I feel like it, it has it, or it should be Jessica. But if it's not her, it has to be somebody else who he's hurt. Hope. Hope. Yeah. 
If Hope is alive, she looks quite dead. <laughs> yeah. Hope would be the ideal looks. person. But it's Marvel. Who knows? Yeah. Like, this is how Hope becomes Starlight and <laughs> the boys. <laughs> it's the Marvel crossover everyone wanted. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely setting up for Jessica to be the one that ends him. But I yeah. feel like it being a superhero thing. I mean, granted, the, the Netflix shows are a lot darker than the the Marvel Universe, even with the darker stuff the Marvel Universe is doing now. I feel like it's still. A couple years behind how dark uh, the Netflix shows are, people are dying left and right in crazy ways. So who knows? Maybe Jessica kills him and then has that on her conscience and. That's why she decides to join the Defenders because she's trying to like do good to erase the bad that she did. A necessary evil, I guess. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited to finish the season, not to be done with it, but to see how it ends and see what it set up. Why did Hope have to do that? I just, that would have been perfect. <laughs> Hope would have been like a perfect. She just couldn't let it go, you know? Yeah. Well, any uh, final thoughts on this episode? I have one, only because I forgot to mention it earlier. Do we think that Trish is going to take one of the pills? Ooh. She's a little crazy. If yeah. you remember, she like lost it a little bit. She bought a gun. She is shooting the gun every chance she gets. I'm going to dad kind of explains that like, oh, it looks like a, you know, a military upper or whatever, like mm -hmm. basically explains to her like, yeah, that'll really boost your adrenaline. But, you know, it won't make you yourself. I feel like Trish is like, we're just setting up for Trish to take this pill and do something rash. Hmm. I could be yeah, I feel, I feel like that, too. I can definitely see her her doing that, especially because remember how so, she was so gung-ho for Jessica to be a superhero? She's definitely into the idea. So if she has the opportunity to make herself one, you know, in her own, you know, kind of twisted perception... She would probably do it. Listeners, if you've watched this series before, I want everyone to note this moment. It will come back later. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like she's going to do something. Whether it's good or bad. They are they are certainly doing their best to set Trish up to be like teetering on the edge. Is she going to like fall this way and become a villain? Is she going to fall this way and be a hero? Is she going to stay in the middle and kind of be like a vigilante along with Jessica? Is she going to forget all of this happened and like step back and go back to being Patsy with her radio show? 
for like a side character, she is she has like a very compelling story going on right now that doesn't super have a lot to do with the story that we are following. It's more just like this weird story of awakening for her, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. But we've got three episodes left, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, What was our question last week? I think it was, what would we do if we caught Kilgrave? Yes. Yes. I would leave him locked up in that cage <laughs> and go and lock the front door to that place and just keep on walking. I don't need to know how to fix his weird disease. I don't just nope. Lock it up. Close it off. In like five years, someone will come and bulldoze it. Done deal. Yeah, basically something similar. Like I would find like the local like Joe Goldberg and be like, I'm gonna hire you to make this guy disappear. <laughs> I do like the whole Hannibal Lecter approach, though. Like, they need to, like, have something where you can't talk and then just, like, literally layers and layers of doors and walls. What'd they do? Didn't they do that in um, Black Adam? Then they, like, lock him up with, like, a tube in his mouth so he couldn't say Shazam. And then the rock gets all, like, skinny and tiny because he can't say Shazam. No, uh-uh. not in the movie. Yeah, when they, yeah, when they put him in the jail, really? remember? I can't. I only saw it once. I can't remember. I don't remember them I didn't that. See this movie. It's not it, worth but... seeing it again if you don't yeah. remember. But I, that's. <laughs> I, I remember they put him in jail and they put a tube on his mouth so that he couldn't say Shazam, and so he got all skinny and stayed skinny, and then oh. Superman showed up or something. I don't know. Hmm. It didn't make any sense. Uh... <laughs> Maybe from an anime. <laughs> Maybe I don't remember that happening. <laughs> How about you, Elisa? Well, I would leave him in the in the sin bin. I don't think that I've got. I don't think that I could cause his death either directly or indirectly. So I'd probably just drop him in like one breakfast burrito and then one regular burrito per day, and just kind of keep him in there so we couldn't hurt anybody. And so he just kind of like live it out. Maybe he could have some time to think, ponder what he's done, eat his two burritos, and we'll just see how long that carries on. <laughs> so did, so he gets two burritos every single day? That's the... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't get variety. He's been very bad. <laughs> it's the same breakfast, same dinner. Oh. That's what would drive him <laughs> matter, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I could be pretty content with a breakfast burrito every day. There, I found a picture of the rock wearing his mask. Wow, he looks terrible. He's all skinny. Um... Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I remember that part now. <laughs> yeah. I don't I feel like the 
the burritos are going to cost you a, a lot of money in the long run. I feel like at some point, right, you'd be like, ah, maybe I'll skip the morning burrito today and then <laughs> uh, maybe I'll just skip both burritos tomorrow. <laughs> maybe if I'm feeling really generous, I'll give him like a container of men's vitamins. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're probably not getting your full nutrition from the diet that I've sentenced you to. Yeah, because I mean, look at like Kilgraves used to fine dining. That's like all he eats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you going to give him like a fork and knife with his? I think that's dangerous. I was about to say, it's self-contained. He doesn't need utensils. (laughs) It's half the point of it being a burrito. Just don't drop it in the water. Well, that was a solid question. Let us know your answers if you haven't already. And uh, for this week, I think we step outside of Jessica Jones for this week's question. And my question will be uh, more for the comic book readers. Um, But I want to know, what is the upcoming comic you're looking forward to the most? Or the upcoming series... Uh, there's a list lists on lists online about the like a hundred plus comics coming out I think just this year alone but there's some really cool exciting ones coming up soon Um, I am a huge fan of any movie or anime or book or comic that has to do with some sort of tournament don't know why but I'm all into it uh, and I saw that there is a uh, the Avengers, I believe, are about to enter a series called the something tournament. Um, hmm. And that's all I know about it right now. Uh, I need to do a little more research to figure out if it is actually a tournament. But if it is, that's the one that I'm most excited for. Um, but. I'll give my real answer next week after I do a little more research, because (laughs) if it's not that, then it will be another one that I'll be posting soon on our social media. So heard that's supposed to be like, uh, if you're an anime fan, like there's just that's like the new Dragon Ball series that's coming out supposed to be like the final tournament or something. What the Marvel thing? No, 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 no. I'm talking. Well, just because you brought tournaments, this is just like I, I, I was talking with my brother about this and he had mentioned there's like supposed to be like another dragon ball series but it's like another tournament type things but it's supposed to be like maybe the final tournament or something i don't know i need to look it up yu yu hawk show is my favorite anime and i watch the dark tournament every year (laughs) i watch that whole i watch the whole series but that is the only reason i watch that whole series every year is to watch season three i think the dark tournament i mean that's why i'm glad hulu has well, they don't have the full Dragon Ball Z, but they have the Dragon Ball Z Kai. So it's like, it's the good stuff, right? But it's like, just lead up to like the Cell Saga, the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So good. <laughs> yeah. My question for the question sure. is, do comic books count? Like maybe novels based on comic book characters? Because, you know, Marvel Absolutely. does have a publishing imprint that does like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. This is Absolutely. good to know. I'm pondering a couple of possibilities right now. If if you enjoy novels and you haven't read the Miles Morales novel, mm. very good. Yeah. Very good series. Nice. 
um i guess as we're wrapping up this episode because we're kind of talking about various things um we will have some new content in less than a month now because we've got group season two yeah yeah coming out on tree day which was so fun i'm excited i'm interested in learning if that is going to continue following baby group or mm-hmm. if we're going to get some more like teenage to bulky group stuff it's like based on the trailer and the images it seems to be baby Groot. but i'm curious if like they'll end it as he's kind of maturing up to teenage Groot. i'm curious to see what the watcher will how much the watchers involved in this season mm-hmm. uh which is kind of cool um yeah. and if this group is the same as the group that we followed last time or if any of these groups are the same are these all yeah. different multiverse groups that we're following uh, in different stages it's just so messy though like why do that <laughs> just too much but that's what that's why the watcher's there you know he's there yeah, to that's true make but you think <laughs> i guess it I don't know. I feel like we're going to get a lot with Loki season two with time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I will. That's something else that I'm going to post on uh, our socials to be on the lookout for it. But I saw a really funny image to promote Loki season two. Uh, that is Mobius on a jet ski with alligator <laughs> Loki. And it's. Oh, man. I hope need, that it happens, but it, it does look Photoshop. It needs to happen. <laughs> Don't forget to listen in next week uh, as we continue wrapping up Jessica Jones. Uh, Three episodes left. Lots of stuff sort of has to happen. Uh, You know, if I remember anything, it's that these Netflix series do a good job of setting up the second season, but they definitely wrap the first season. So I'm looking forward to that. don't forget to follow us on social media. If you don't send your answers to our question, uh, to our social media, wherever you follow us and also be on the lookout for fun, new comic suggestions uh, on Sundays. You can see what comic I'm reading for the week. Uh, and this week may be different because I have been reading um, a DC comic. So oh, nice. maybe I'll try to swap over real quick to Marvel on Sunday. Uh, to stick with our theme, but I'll probably end up posting the comic I've been reading Just as do well. Both. I want to yeah. know what DC comic you're reading. Mm-hmm. We don't oh discriminate. Boy. It's yeah. a doozy. It is both very fun to read and also very awful in its translation potentially. <laughs> um, but yeah, just keep an eye out for that. I'll even post some of the more funny uh, moments that happen in it. Um, and yeah. Join us next week. Same Marvel time, same Marvel <laughs> channel. <laughs> Bye. A little, like, kind of a, a side recommendation talking about Loki is... Um, and I don't know if this aired all over the country, but on Arkansas PBS, they just had a series called Southern Storytellers. And I think you can still stream it like on uh, their website. But anyways, it was a documentary series that followed a lot of Southern writers and creators. And one of them was Michael Waldron, who wrote the first season of Loki. 
Uh, it was the showrunner nice. on that. And he wrote Multiverse of Madness and all these other things. The whole thing is that they take them back to their hometown. And so they take them to this extremely small city in Georgia where he grew up. And he takes them inside of Barnes and Noble. He's like, I know everybody's like nostalgic about their tiny, cute, small town bookstores. This is the one we had. So I get all nostalgic <laughs> about Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I'm that way too uh, with Books a Million. That was oh, yeah. my that was my hometown one. <laughs> Ours was Hastings. Rest in peace, Hastings. I remember what Hope had. Um, nothing really. You'd have to go to Texarkana, which was probably a books a million. Oh, I'm sure. Remember we had. Never the name of the store now. Man, about sixty percent of my comic collection came from books a million <laughs> you could buy used comics there no we we had a, like a, a store downtown i remember there's a couple of stores where you could get like cards like they like this is a lot of like the early like marvel cards and dc like collectible cards you know like mm. got a lot of those um and i'm pretty sure they had comics as well but no texture kind of had some comic book shops we went there a lot growing up. I actually, by the time I went to like a Barnes and Noble and I was looking at comics and a dude who was in the aisle asked me if I was lost. <laughs> Rude. And I was just like, no, I'm sorry, though. 